We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans, the game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. Well, it is a final in Cincinnati, and the results are not good, and it's about a final down at the uh, Pfizer Forum as well, and that result isn't good either. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek, a uh, doomsday sort of depressing Monday night. Wow. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. It didn't rain today. Uh, it was raining runs in Cincinnati, and it was raining uh, uh, Al Horford for the Boston Celtics today. There's Tim Shea. My name is Tim Allen. We are live here in the Lakeland University studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And we call this a losing streak, Tim Shea. That's what we call this. When when you lose on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, that would constitute a clear definition of a Brewers losing streak. Now they're tested for a while, but three in a row, that happens. Yeah, not uh, not pretty today. Not pretty at all. No, and it was it was a decent game. Mm-hmm. I guess in terms of going back and forth. How about Brandon Woodruff? And I think that really is the storyline of the game today. Yeah, it's it's Brewers pitching. And if you go back to yesterday, you're looking at uh, with no bottom of the ninth offensively for both the Braves and the Reds, in 16 innings, you've given up 19 runs. I mean, that that is a, a telling sign as well. And it started with tonight's starter, and that's Brandon Woodruff. And you can tell with Woody, guys. You can. I'm getting to know uh, Brandon Woodruff. 
and his style a little bit uh, more and more as the starts go by. Six starts now, ERA at 5.9. You get to know a start with Woody early on, and if the pitch count grows, he's in trouble. Guys, he's in trouble. When you're looking at, uh, you know, I think of that first inning was 15 or 16 pitches. And then you, you, you double that and, and you're well over 30. But you're getting outs. It still is going to come back to get him. That extended seven plus, that extended six and two thirds even. It's just not there for Brandon Woodruff when that pitch count goes up early. And he got knocked around today. Four and a third. That's it for, for Woody. Allows six runs, five of those earned on eight hits, a couple of walks, and six strikeouts. Eight hits. Now, and a lot of those were on two-strike situations, two-strike counts. That that was a tough pill to swallow. And and they are, you know, anytime the, the opposition gets, gets a two-strike hit. But, man, oh, man, Woody. Uh, six starts does not define a season. But he needs some turnaround here. And the Bucks are now that game. It is a final from downtown. And what's the final on that, Tim? Boston 116, the Bucks 108. 116-108, and uh, Al Horford just made another bucket. Oh, there it is again. He just made an, another one. Wow. Dude's 35 years old. How, did, how is this happening? 30 points. 30-point game at 35. I mean, I remember griping when when he was down in Atlanta for years. Was it Atlanta? I think it was Atlanta, right? Yeah, it was Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and guess and, who they're and, interviewing and on TNT right now? <clears throat> of co- well, of course they guess. are. On the Boston Celtics television network. <laughs> 30 points. That's well, really what it sounds like these days. It play, really does. Playoff career high. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Playoff career high for Horford. Yeah, it's 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 just crazy. It's it's crazy. So not a good Monday for the Milwaukee sports teams. We were we were saying yesterday uh, that uh, hey today could be a big big day in Milwaukee sports. And no, no that 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 just didn't happen. We're gonna hear from Craig Council tonight, but uh, Woody the story of the night, and also just on a more positive note. I threw out there on Twitter, uh, what are you most impressed with so far this season? I should say, who are you more most impressed with so far this season? And I, I was thinking about who to put on that list, Tim. I don't know. if Would you have added anyone else to that list? Probably not. You got the two big ones, and Rowdy and Eric. Um, yeah, Lauer, Lauer. Rowdy Telez, and I put Willie Adamas on there. I mean, he was National League Player of the Week uh, a week ago. By the way, Rowdy got that uh, this past week. Uh, three homers, 12 RBIs. But, uh, and then I threw in Josh Hader on that. Now, I would have thrown in Corbin Burns. I mean, but we, I don't know if we're, we're surprised by his success here. No, we're used to that. Uh, his, his ERA is just, yeah, we, we are. We're getting used to that with, with Burnsy. But the other four, I mean, do you, do you throw McCutcheon in there? I, th- I thought about that over Adamas. Um, so it had to be, it had to be Lauer and, and just uh, 
when you when you look at what uh, Eric Lauer is doing, that I, I guess that has to be the most impressive with, with a second place of Rowdy Telez. What are the percentages on that Twitter poll? Right now, Rowdy Telez is actually in the lead 45% to Eric Lauer's 44%. So it's almost okay. a dead tie. <clears throat> and Yeah, and you can check that out on Twitter at uh, 12.50 a.m. The Fan. 799-1250, not a good day in, in <clears throat> excuse me, Milwaukee sports. That uh, You, know, you have a 116-108 loss to the uh, Boston Celtics. And uh, that series now tied at two apiece. And defense, where are you at? I mean, that just looked like a freight train late. I didn't follow much of the game. I had my hands full with the Brewers getting their brains beat in. But, uh, you know, Horford, I guess, the story of, of that game for sure. And the story of the Brewer game is that you've given up 19 runs now in your past uh, 16 innings. Now, nobody thought that. I don't think anybody would have would have thought that uh, at any one stretch would be 19 runs in 16 innings. But back-to-back blowout losses here as the uh, Brewers fall 10 to 5 and 9 to 2 yesterday, 7991250. If you missed the game, by the way, we'll take your calls if if you want to join us on on either the Brewer game uh, or the uh, Bucks game. Series now tied at 2-2. And the Brewers lose to the Reds tonight in game one of this three-game set. And the Brewers now have lost three consecutive games. And th- sometimes when you, when you mess with the baseball gods, they come back to get you. Sometimes when you're getting a little too cute, you like to tinker a little bit too much. What have I been saying for a while? Leave, leave Aaron Ashby out of, the, out of the bullpen. You could really use that arm right now. Just saying. Was it a clean, crisp game tonight when you're giving up 14 hits and three walks along with those 10 runs? I don't know if you can say that. There weren't, they weren't kicking the ball all around the field, but it did look like a little bit of a hangover coming out of Atlanta, didn't it? It did, it did appear that way to me. Now, most people say, well, each game is separate and you can't, you can't involve yesterday or over the weekend in today's game. Well, here's how I can. Woody never should have been on the mound today. That should have been Aaron Ashby, if anybody. If not Freddie Peralta. Whoever was next in line in a five-man rotation. That's starting to get to me a little bit. And I don't know if they back off that. And I don't know if it's going to work. I was talking with Toby this afternoon on, on the uh, afternoon show. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe come July, August, September, it just works itself out, and the six-man rotation is working flawlessly. Everyone's fresh, everyone's healthy, and it's just night after night after night good pitching performances. I don't know. All I know is what's going on now. And that should have been Woody in yesterday's game, Ashby today, if at all. And now you've, you had to go to Boxberger to get him some usage today. I would think that was the case. But Hobie Milner was in today. Trevor Gott was in today. Gustave was in today. No Brent Suter. Did Brent pitch yesterday? Didn't he pitch? He did. Did he pitch yeah. two innings yesterday? Yeah. Okay, so he was unavailable today. So again, with using Ashby as a starter, it does limit your bullpen as we speak today. I don't know if that would have made any difference in this game today. Probably not. But let's give you a game recap here 
for a while there was a decent game. Just just for a little, little while there. First inning tonight, a good start, but not a good end in that first inning. Leadoff base hit by Wong, quickly erased on a double play. Strikeout to Yelich, scoreless to the bottom of the first. Woody answers the bell, three up, three down, with a couple of punch outs. About 15 pitches, though. And that's where, and 15 isn't, isn't a ton. You want to stay uh, about a max of 15 pitches per inning and, and you're in decent shape. So that's not a, a ton of pitches, but a little on the lofty side if you're going to extend. Uh, Brewers in order in that uh, second inning. And Colin Moran, the old Pittsburgh Pirates nemesis, uh, he has a solo shot in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, to give the Reds a one-to-zip lead into the third inning, and it stayed that way into the bottom of the third. Woody fighting himself. Couple of walks, a base hit, loads the bases, but gets out of it to keep it at just one zip right there into the fourth inning. Brewers getting to it in that fourth inning. This is nice, a leadoff walk by Colton Wong. One out later during the Yelich at-bat, Wong a little bit more on the aggressive side. See, we're seeing whenever this team goes into a little bit of an offensive funk, we see a little more aggressive nature offensively. Wong does get a steal in that uh, fourth inning. Yelly then draws a walk to put two on with one out for the reigning NL player of the week, Rowdy Telez. Telez, a bullet into left center field. It's down, and it's going to get by Almora all the way to the wall. That's going to get two runs in for the Brewers as they take the lead on a two-run double from Rowdy Telez. There you go, Rowdy. He just keeps keeping on, guys. That's a good thing. Two to one, Brewers at the uh, in the lead. Luis Urias flies out with Rowdy there at uh, second, and Renfro uh, grounded out. And that's it in the fourth inning. But they take the lead 2-1 to one, into the bottom of the fourth inning. Woody, a nice shutdown inning. Answers after the Brewers take the lead. Did give up a one-out base hit to Naquin, but he's caught stealing. Nicely done, Omar. 2-1 to one into that fifth inning. Brewers tack on in the fifth inning. Leadoff hitter, Omar Narvaez. Omar, deep into right field. Back Friedel, warning track wall. There you go, Omar, giving the Brewers a 3-1 to one lead at that time in the fifth inning, mid-game. One out later, Jace Peterson walks, uh, and then after a Colton Wong deep flyout. Wow, he is swinging the bat better. Uh, Adamas gets the ball in play. They try and force Jace at second base. Initial call was out to end the inning. Council challenges. It's overturned. He is safe to put two on. And that brought up Christian Yelich. And I'll tell you guys, you, you, you wouldn't think there'd be a tipping point in the fifth inning of a 10-5 game. But I think there was right here. And that's Christian Yelich getting a shot there after the overturned on replay challenge. He hits a laser beam to right field. And I don't think a, a man can hit a ball any harder. 114 off the bat, a bullet to the right fielder. And you kind of felt it at that time. Those of you watching the game and following the game <clears throat> as closely as, as we do, you knew right there you sort of felt a little something there. That ball gets any elevation, and it's, it's long gone. 
for a three-run home run, and the Brewers would have went up six to one at that time. But just that's how baseball is, man. That's that's just the baseball kind of kind of rules that apply in every game. You just never know, and it's that, that little thing. Well, some would say a big thing that turned the game. Wow, is what I had to say. Just an absolute rocket. <clears throat> what are you going to do? So it's 3-1. to one. They take the lead. Jace, by the way, later on in that inning, stole third base. Again, a little, a little more on the aggressive side, and I like that. Um, but the, and that's nothing more. 3-1 to one into the bottom of the fifth inning. And here starts the Brewers' worst half inning of the season. There hasn't been many blowout losses. There's been a couple. And this is one of them. But this this is the worst of all of the in, half innings. Woody, all sorts of trouble in that bottom half. Lead-off double by Elmora. Then Reynolds down 0-2 in the count, works a walk. Then Friedel down 1-2 in the count. He laces a double. That was, that was a laser beam also. 3-2, that scored a run. Here come the Reds. Second and third with one in, nobody out, and nearing 80 pitches for Woody in that fifth inning. Uh, Brewers play their infield back. Okay, that was telling to me that ah, we're all right. It's the fifth inning. We got a one-run lead. Even if we give up the, uh, the run for the tie, just Woody dig out of this fifth inning, we'll be okay. Then some two-strike damage done by Drury. A three-run home run that made it five to three. Cincinnati comes all the way back to take a two-run lead. Tommy Pham then comes up with a base hit. Go figure. Uh, that's surprising. Quite the shocker. Woody gets a strikeout. Pham steals second base, and that's it for Woody. As Council goes to his bullpen to get Trevor God, and Woody four and a third. By the end of his line, it's eight hits, six runs. Five Ernie's, a couple of walks, and he strikes out six in the performance. 92 pitches. ERA now sits at 5.9 on the season. Trevor got in and gets a ground ball for the second out. Fam moving over to third base. That proved costly because then a pass ball scores the fifth run of that inning, and the Reds take a 6-3 to three lead. The inning wasn't done yet. A walk to Naquin, then the flyout ends the inning. Reds, they get five runs in that bottom of the fifth on four hits, a homer, two doubles, a single, two walks, a wild pitch, and a three-run lead into the sixth inning at 6-3. to three. Brewers trying to answer in the sixth inning, one-out base hit by Urias, one out later. Omar with a base hit uh, to put two on with two outs. Now, it is good to see Omar Narvaez starting to swing a little bit better. Had a multi-hit game tonight. Tyrone Taylor, let's go, man. Let's let's get the Brewers back into this thing. They're down 6-3. And he comes through with an RBI base hit. And he lines one into left field. That's down a base hit. Reese is going to be sent around third. Here comes a throw from Pham. It's cut off. A two-out, two-strike base hit by Tyrone Taylor. Yeah, a little taste of their own medicine there with a two-strike RBI base hit. Jace Peterson then to bat with one in, two on, two out. And Jace on his birthday. 2-2 count. He comes through. 
Line shot back up the middle by Jace Peterson. Narvaez is going to come in and score. Streaking to third is Tyrone Taylor. Happy birthday, Jace Peterson, and knocking a stake. Six five at that time. Brewers got right back into it. And uh, Jace then steals second base on the first pitch of the sequence to Wong. Wong works at full uh, nine pitch at bat, and he flies out. Wow. That was a little bit of a tipping point, too. Brewers get two in that sixth inning. Six, five Reds into the bottom of the sixth. Gustave in for the sixth. And in trouble. Lead off base hit. Then another base hit. First and second. Gets a ground ball. Fielder's choice. For the first out, runners at the corners to face Drury. Uh, Three-run homer his last time out, but gets him on three pitches right there. That was a big out. Two out. Two on for Tommy Pham. He falls behind Pham, and that's a dangerous thing. And go figure, RBI base hit, Tommy Pham. Hey, Pham, can you hit against anybody else, or is it all against the Brewers? Seems like that, doesn't it, Tim? All the time. <laughs> all the time. I'm, Years. I'm, Just, wow. Yeah, looking at his, remember looking at his numbers last week when you said, oh, what, yeah. did he, what did he hit against us? Yeah. Unbelievable. And, and they're pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven to five. That's it for Gustave. He doesn't make it out of the inning. Hobie Milner coming on to face Colin Moran. Uh, uncorks a wild pitch. That moves the runners to second and third. And on, on the 2-2 pitch, you know, he strikes him out. Good for you, Hobie. Strikes out Colin Moran. Seven five. No worries, right? <clears throat> Brewers can come back. That's against Cincinnati. Please, come on. Brewers go in order, three up, three down in the seventh inning. Uh, it did include, by the way, a nine-pitch at-bat for Yelich on a ground out and a deep shot by Telez to the wall uh, into the bottom of the seventh inning. Getting ugly at this point. Milner allows a base hit, a base hit, and then a three-run homer. Ouch. Farmer. Boom. 10-5 into the eighth inning. And that's your, that's your final. One, two, three, and, and that was just feeble at the end there. Brewers with the loss, they go to 19-11. and 11. They've lost three consecutive games, along with a Bucks loss in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Semis. Not a good night in Milwaukee here. We'll take a break. We're going to hear from Council, and i got a couple of uh, interesting things that, that will make you at least happy a little bit. Make you smile just a little bit on a dark doomsday Monday in Milwaukee. I can't wait to hear this because I need it. <laughs> Gene <laughs> so. Wagner Plumbing post game show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Bucks fall, Brewers fall. We'll be back here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Brewers fall tonight in game one of this three-game set to the Cincinnati Reds. See, this is baseball. Anybody can beat anybody to a degree, to a point, to be measured in large sample sizes. (laughs) Brewers do have their way with the Cincinnati Reds this year so far. This is a little blip on the radar, right? Isn't that what we can say? You would hope. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but we're hoping, Tim. Yeah, we, we, we definitely are. But we'll hear from Craig Council in just a second. Here, here's why there's, you should smile at this series, the next two games. You really should. Coming into this game, the Cincinnati Reds were 5-23. and 23. Now, they had won three of their last four, I believe. Or maybe it's, it's at this point three, three of four. But 5-23 and 23 heading into this series against the Brewers. Uh, their payroll isn't bad. I mean, it's $114 million, So it's not like they're, they're scaling everything back. But they're on a bad roll. 18 players on and off the IL. Votto, my buddy, hitting like 162 with one extra base hit on the season. They're starting rotation. Has an 8.91 ERA. The Brewers should be just just ready, ready to go tomorrow. They put five on the board today. I mean, which isn't isn't crazy bad, and it continues a pretty nice, consistent uh, number of of between five and six runs in their last like 20 games, guys, on average. So that's that's not a horrible thing. But an 8.91 ERA for the starters. For the Cincinnati Reds. So they, they should score some runs the next couple of days, uh, including against the starters, the opposition, meaning the Brewers, heading into tomorrow's game, hitting 325 against Cincinnati. That should be a good sign. And again, you, you're going to need better pitching, there's no doubt. How many times are we going to say that this year? You need better pitching. But yesterday, nine runs. Today, 10 runs in 16 innings of work. That's, that's just, that shows you that, that baseball is a, is a crazy world. Uh, On-base percentage against Cincinnati starters is 413. So you're going to have some base runners against these guys. I mean, just that's a slam dunk. And the Brewers did tonight. I mean, how many hits did they end up with, Tim? I mean, they had some traffic out there. Few walks. Yeah, I mean they uh, they had I think just as many no just a few less. I'm bringing up yeah I, I think it was eight hits somewhere yep. in there eight. The Cincinnati Reds have the worst start in the National League since 1894. 
I mean, guys, that should be reason enough to smile and not get too down about things heading into tomorrow. And, of course, you, you don't want to peek too far into the future, but and heading into a Wednesday's day game. Uh, the other reason you're going to smile a little bit is, have you seen the forecast? Step, I just stepped outside during the break. What, what a beautiful night. Outside of our sports teams losing tonight? I mean, <laughs> you, you got to admit, come on. It's I, about time. It's about time. Sports is supposed to be a positive influence upon your lives. I keep telling myself that all the time. And a final reason to uh, smile a little bit tonight is that uh, the Brewers now have back-to-back National League Offensive Players of the Week. Rowdy Telez is the NL Player of the Week here. And that's that's cool. Three home runs, 12 RBIs, had a two-run double uh, to continue things uh, uh, in tonight's game as well. So all is is not horrible. The Brewers now on a three-game losing streak, and and it's probably not going to be the last time this season they lose three in a row, folks. It won't be. And I think in, in a, a way to look positively uh, as a perspective on this is that you know, it is how you rebound against situations like this. And the Brewers have shown that resiliency. When the offense is down, to kind of keep your head. I was talking to, again to Toby in, in the afternoon today about how, you know, the offense was the talk of the town here on these radio shows all over the place. Not just on, on our radio station here, but all over the dial. That was the talk of the town early on. They didn't lose their head. They didn't lose their mind. What did they do? They come up with a a, a bell to put in the dugout. See, so just watch and and check. This is a gut check on the resiliency of this team. And we're going to see what they're made out of here. They didn't look good in Atlanta. and, And I was afraid, and I made mention of this yesterday, I was afraid that that might carry over into Cincinnati. And it sort of did. Wasn't a horribly played game. They did have a, a, a wild pitch and a, and a pass ball in the game. Outside of that, it wasn't wasn't that bad. I mean, they had some deep shots to the outfield. Yelich had a bullet to right field. I, I would I would say that it's it's they looked a little bit better. The brand of baseball and the style of baseball was a little bit better tonight. But you got your butts whooped ten five. You've lost three in a row. And Brandon Woodruff. Uh, through six starts now as a 5.9 ERA. So something's funky going on with them, uh, with him. And, and I will say this, that the starting rotation, <clears throat> um, I'm not going to make excuses for bad performances, but I'm just going to lay out the, the lay of the land here. And this is my guess. This is just, just my thought. If you went with a five-man from the start of the season and just left it alone, I don't think Woodruff's ERA would be 5.9. That might be wrong. Hell, it might be worse. We'll never know. But I think if he knows exactly when he's pitching, when it's game day and when it's bullpen day, I think his ERA is a little bit better. That's that's just my thought on that. But... uh, Boy, he didn't look good tonight, and he hasn't really looked great all season long through his six starts. He had a couple of starts there that were pretty good. Uh, But the four of the six have not been good. Tonight, four and a third, eight hits, six runs, five earned. Walked a couple of men, threw a ton of pitches, couldn't get the knockout blow on two strikes. 
I'm sure Council has a few things to say on that. Let's hear from the Brewers manager. What did you think of the fastball tonight? Um, I mean, I thought it was a normal. Um, you know, they, I thought they did a really good job against them. They, they just um, they didn't. You know, they laid off his off-speed stuff really, really well. Um, they did a great job against his off-speed pitches. I mean, usually with his fastball, it gets him some swings on the off-speed, and he just he didn't he didn't get that tonight. Um, and then Drury hit a you know I mean he hit a ball up out of the zone I think so you know hat tip to that. Um, so we just got to keep working and, and get him locked in. How does that change you know the night for him when he's just not getting the swing and the miss on the fastball like he normally does? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it just makes you work harder. It makes you have to be a little better with everything. And um, you know, I don't, I don't think it was like he wasn't like crisp with everything. Um, and they, I think they did a good job tonight. In that final inning, I think they had a couple of hits off of uh, two strikes. It was it just a game where he was just not able to be put guys away like in those later innings? Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, that's that's what they didn't they didn't swing at the off speed kind of like to, to finish in that bat. So that they did they did a good job of that. Did you like what you saw offensively from your guys today? I mean, you answered a few times. And... Yeah, I mean, we, you know, and are both we had, you know, we had some rallies and we hit a couple balls really hard to, to finish out some rallies. Unfortunately, um, and we, we, you know, they they scored ten. I mean, that's tough to keep up with. Yeah, Bowdy had that one in the center. Yelly really scorched one too. Yeah, Yelly and Colton hit two balls hard with guys on that were, you know, RBI RBI situations. What do you think of how you guys fared against uh, Castillo in his in his first start back? You guys were able to get some runs off him later. Yeah, we did a nice job as kind of as the, the innings after you know first time through, just laying off stuff and um, obviously Rowdy had a big hit. Um, you know, we did. I thought we did a good job. Stuff-wise for him, did it look crisp? Yeah. Craig, what do you, you know, we know how hard he works and, like, he wants to cruise through outings like he's done. How's he doing just, he's had a grind for a couple now. He's, like, almost, like, trying to get his footing. Yeah. I mean, I I would I'd say he, is, he hasn't gotten locked in yet, and um, sometimes that's how the season goes, and we just have to keep working to get him there. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. You know, I always find it interesting when head coaches and managers uh, address media, and you know that's a tough, tough thing to do on a regular basis. And you compare it with football. What is what is Lafleur uh, average in terms of per week addressing the media? Two or three? I think three. Yeah, I mean post game, that's, then midweek, that's about it. Right before the game. Baseball, way different. Mm-hmm. Twice, Twice a day. A day. Yep. Every day. I mean, that's got to be super tough. But I am entertained by a lot of managers in baseball. They just find it so difficult to agree with a reporter. And they'll him and haw and just, well, uh, yeah, well, uh, 
Yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah, and then they end up agreeing with you. It's just so it's so difficult to do. I'm I'm really entertained by that at times, but uh, yeah, Council's right on on Woody. He just it doesn't appear that he's having a good season so far. And and in that regard, when you're looking at you know with the six man rotation, I I don't know. I don't know how many starts Woody's going to get. I'm I'm hoping. 26 to 30, 25 to 30, somewhere in there. I I think it's projecting out to be. I mean, I could do the math and extrapolate the number for you, but uh, a guy like Lauer last year had, what, 25 or 26. So, I mean, it can't get up there, and it it probably should. And there's a lot to change uh, until then, but he's right on on Woodruff just so far. That's sometimes how a season goes. And that's why we talked before the season to – you know, to expect these guys to have the seasons they did last year in terms of really, really good, all five of them, you know which five I'm talking about. Take Aspie out of the equation. To expect all five of them to repeat or do better, I think that was a little far-fetched. I do, and I'm not knocking those guys. But even if they didn't match those numbers – they would they could still have great seasons in other words you know freddie for example goes from 288 to 3.1 that's still a really good season if not a great season you know two threes and two fives and two eights that's tough to do through close to 30 starts every year but you can't be staring down the barrel of a 5.9 either through six starts. That's just not like Brandon Woodruff. And I, my sense is that he will get back on track. But watch closely in Woody's starts, and it's been like this for a while, its pitch count leads to the success. High pitch count, he typically doesn't have a really, really super good outing. If that pitch count stays low early, say through three, I'm not just talking the first inning. Just say the first three innings, that's something to keep an eye on with Woody. And when when he's getting some some uh, quicker outs and when he's putting away batters, and that's the thing. We, we rewind the clock all the way back to that Cubs series to open the season. And um, you know, my thoughts on that was the, were the Cubs hitters just spitting on anything off speed. They certainly were against Woodruff in his first start against Chicago. And they were just keying in on fastballs and just not even swinging. That's kind of what you saw tonight. They were laying off, and he was not getting the, the chase at all on his off-speed stuff. And so when, then, then when you're, you're focusing on fastball, you get a lot of foul balls. And that pitch count goes up and up and up. And then you, when you get in trouble, it's a quick hook. And it was tonight, four and a third. For uh, Brandon Woodruff, if you're just tuning in, he allowed eight hits, six runs, five earned, and a couple of walks as well. Did punch out six Cincinnati Reds hitters, but uh, tough, tough outing for Woody. All right, our call of the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Um, You you scored five runs. You did have a home run by Omar Narvaez. I didn't pick that one for the call of the game. You did have a two-run double by Rowdy Telez. Just keeps keeping on. Get your knock every day. That's the key with Rowdy, too, real quick. The key for Rowdy Telez to, to continue a great season, get your knock every game. Just That that should be your minimum goal. Just Even if it's a, a soft single, 
get that knock because when he does go on a roll, the numbers just juice up, man. It's it's cool. But I'm not going to choose that two-run double in the game. Jace Peterson had a birthday tonight. How about an RBI base hit from the birthday boy? Line shot back up the middle by Jace Peterson. Narvaez is going to come in and score. Streaking to third is Tyrone Taylor. Happy birthday, Jace Peterson, and knocking a stake. Yeah, there it is on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Jeff Levering, Bill Schroeder on the call there. Part of a Brewers 10-5 uh, loss. If you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Also, I just noticed, uh, did Al Horford just hit another bucket? He got another three. <laughs> and, and an and one. Wow. What's going on, man? This is pretty entertaining. This is... We talk about uh, you know Braves and Brewers, a couple of heavyweights in the National League going at it. Boston, Milwaukee in the East, but we knew this, didn't we? Yeah. This is totally going seven, isn't it, Tim? I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. And we could project this out, and and kind of you guys could too, as Bucks fans. You you look at the way the East was was shaken out. Yeah, we some of us thought Brooklyn was going to be there, but. You know, Philly, Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, it's tough to pick somebody in the East. And we knew it was just going to be a dogfight in some of these series, probably moving forward. I still say everyone's looking up at the Phoenix Suns. I do in the West. Yeah. Yeah, they they look good. Yeah, they look good. But they got their hands full, too, a little bit. 116-108, Bucks fall. Brewers fall 10-5. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim Allen just hanging out on a low-keyed Monday night. Not much went on today. Let's turn the page. Get to tomorrow. Let's go, folks. Nothing to see here. Let's move along. We'll be right back here on The Fan. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. Welcome back. 10-5 Brewers lose tonight. Game one of this three-game set against the Cincinnati Reds. It's their third consecutive loss. And I think we may have jinxed them, Tim Shea. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, we might have. I mean, it was the first fun night Friday night in terms of playing the Ring the Bell song. And we did, boy, did we play it. Well, let's see if we can reverse the curse. Can you just play it a little bit? I so can grab get that. It. Yeah. 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 Grab that because maybe we'll just bookend that. And ever since we played it, they, they haven't won. And then we, if we play it again, then they'll start winning again. So let's let's just try that. The disturbing part of this three-game losing streak is it, the mere fact that it is a three-game losing streak. But I think more disturbing is I believe it's the only time this year that I'm going to tell you in their past 16 innings, the Brewers pitchers as a whole, starters and relievers, have given up 19 runs. I don't think I'll say that again the rest of the year. There we go. There's we we need to ring the bell here. Get get something going. Um. So I I won't say that again. 
I don't think that stat ever comes up the rest of the year. They've had a uh, blowout loss to the Cubs, Cardinals, Braves, and now and this was one wasn't as bad, but a 10-5, kind of a blowout loss, I, I would say. Um, Woody not good. We're going to hear from Brandon Woodruff in just a second. Um, and then we'll, we'll get just some numbers on money as well. And then a little fun thing that J.R. Ratcliffe had in the uh, Journal Sentinel, and that is uh, with Rowdy Telez uh, breaking the franchise mark of eight RBIs in one game, 13 other times it's been seven. There was a tie. And of those 13 times, like Jonathan Lucroy did it twice. Uh, Brawny, I think, did it twice. So there are repeat customers there. But we'll get into that as well. I thought that was pretty interesting. I like what uh, J.R. Ratliff uh, does at the Journal Sentinel. I really do. He He's kind of in, uh, in my neck of the woods with, hey, that's a news and note thing. That's kind of cool. That's different. It's just not straight up baseball. It can it can be some fun stuff as well. So we'll get into all that, but we need to hear from the Brewers' right hander, uh, Brandon Woodruff. The Brewers allowed a, t- a season high in hits. Uh, they matched a season high in runs. Is that right? That is correct. Ten runs allowed, yep. and they uh-huh. had their worst half inning of the season. So clearly, this is the worst game of the year. I think. I think by. Any measurement, this is the worst game of the year. But let's hear from Woody, just four and a third, just didn't have it tonight. Here's Brandon Woodruff. I think every team is kind of trying to get to the fastball, and when I'm when I'm really located, I'm, I'm in a good spot. Um, I thought I had really good breaking ball, uh, slider, curveball. I thought I had a pretty good changeup at times. Um, it's just the two-seam fastball for me right now is I think it's a little too flat. So, um when the guys are, are geared up for it and I'm not executing it and it's not having the correct movement. It's just they're able to kind of lift it into get that single on the left, get some get some some traction on the on the bases and then I walk a guy and then it's like, you know, not make a pitch. So um I've I've been here before. Um and I know what I need to do. I just gotta consistently get it done. So um it's it sucks. I mean, I can't. It's I, I want to win so bad, and I can't stand when our team gives me the lead and I give it right back up. That's just not, um, it's just not good. So I got to work on really hammering the nail down and and getting through those middle innings and and giving our team a chance to win. I wasn't do, able to do that. So Woody, what's that, what's worked for you in the past when you have gone through stretches like this? Um, I would say t- mentally is the biggest thing. I mean, I try not to beat myself up. I realize how hard this game is and um, there's going to be, look, I'm, I'm a grown up. I understand like there's, it's, it's hard. This game's hard. So when it beats you down, am I going to let it beat me down? No, but um, I'll sit on it for a couple innings after I came out and move on to the next one. I mean, it's all you can do. So um, not happy, not supposed to be happy. I need to get better at some stuff, and um, there'll come a time when I'll hit a stretch and I'll look back at this and learn from it. So take the positives from it, use that, go forward. That's it. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. 
It's time for the Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on 1250 AM The Fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Yeah, I think in the game, the are you kidding me moment overall was that uh, bottom of the fifth inning, five runs uh, score for the Cincinnati Reds. But I think it was three consecutive two-strike hits off Brandon Woodruff. And, you know, he he does sound down. And he's not supposed to sound happier. It's, it's very rare that we hear Brandon Woodruff sound. And I do think he'll bounce back. I really do. It's, it's all there. Um, it's, it's what you do after times like this in, in baseball that, uh, that, that tell you a lot. But are you kidding me moment was that fifth inning. Whoa. Uh, also, I, I found this. Um, those of you that you know, think baseball and, and professional sports is, is paying too much money to folks, well, maybe they are. Well, they are. Let's just, let's just, let's just say that. I don't blame the players at all. Found this in uh, Nightingale's column in uh, USA Today. Dead money. Teams are spending a whopping $179 million this year alone on players that are no longer on their roster. Now, I'm all about good financial decisions. The Bobby Bonilla thing. You know, the Bobby Bonilla day every every year. Um and and I'm for that, but this is this is wild here. There's five teams that have at least twenty million on their twenty twenty two payroll dead money, including uh the latest Robinson Cano release uh, by the Mets, and they still owe him forty million dollars. Wow. Must be nice to just say, ah missed on that one. Darn it. Well, to pay the guy, we owe him forty million. See you later. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles are still paying former outfielder Chris Davis twenty million dollars this year. <laughs> That's crazy. Boston Red Sox, twenty-one million of dead money this year. That includes David Price, sixteen million dollars to pitch for the Dodgers. How does that occur? God. Dodgers get David Price, and someone else pays him six sixteen million dollars. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it. They 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 just keep keeping on. Uh, L.A. Angels are paying Justin Upton twenty eight million dollars. Texas Rangers are playing uh, paying multiple players, uh, equaling twenty plus million, who are no longer with the Rangers organization. Elvis Andrews. Uh, it also includes A-Rod, who last played for the Rangers in 2003. Wow. Now, you would ask the question, are the Brewers involved in some dead money situations? I think so. My guess, it didn't break it down by the team, but my guess would be Braun. I think he prorated a, a lot of his, uh, I shouldn't say a lot, but some of his money uh, down the line. So that would be one guy that I would think. And then the other would be, I, I'm not sure how the JBJ trade with uh, with Boston went down. JBJ was expecting a decent payroll this year. What, 12 and a half or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And, and so the Brewers may have been on the hook for that. But that's pretty crazy how baseball works. And 
I think it's good financial planning for the for the players as well. And and keep this in mind that in baseball contracts it's all guaranteed. Yeah, everything guaranteed. Whereas football that's that's way different. The total contract is this, yet the guaranteed money is a different figure. All right, uh before we hit to the break and preview tomorrow's game, uh this was pretty cool, as I said before the break. Uh, I do like J.R. Ratcliffe, and if you if you know him, you can send him my compliments to uh, what he does at uh, JS Online Journal Sentinel, because it's it's just some some are off. Just nobody else covers that sort of list at times. It's pretty cool. Rowdy Telez, uh, eight runs batted in in one game, a franchise record. The only Brewer to ever do that. However, prior to that. Seven runs was the mark in any one game, and that had been done 13 times uh, by, uh, I think it's eight or nine different players. Um, That's one game, seven RBIs, 13 other times in which a Brewer player has done that. Some doing it more than once, says J.R. Radcliffe. Willie Adamas this year in April. Christian Yelich in 2019. Jesus Aguilar did it in 2017. Against the Yankees, Yelich was against the Cardinals. Adamas uh, this year was against the Pirates. How about Ryan Braun in 2016 against the D-backs? I remember that game. Aaron Hill in 2016 against the, the Cincinnati Reds here. Um, I do remember a late inning, if not extra inning, grand slam from Aaron Hill in that game. He had, uh, what, three homers in that game? Um, let's see. Ryan Braun did it again in 2014 against the Phillies. That was a three-home run game. I do recall that. Yelich did it with three homers in a game against St. Louis. Uh, Lou Croy in 2012 against the Chicago Cubs. That was in a loss. That was the outlier there. Uh, Luke Roy did it twice that year. Another time against the uh, Minnesota Twins. Corey Hart, 2011 against the Nationals. I recall that game as well. That also was a three-home run game. Uh, Damian Miller. Now, I didn't remember this one. I knew he had some some decent games, but I didn't realize that Damian Miller knocked in seven runs in a game against Pittsburgh. Richie Sexton knocks in seven in 2002 against the Cardinals. Jose Hernandez, you got me on this one, JR. I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, In 2001 against Houston, that was a two-homer game, a grand slam homer, and a three-run homer. And the first one to do it back in 1970, good old number eight. Not Ryan Braun, obviously. Ted Kubiak. You remember him? Of he course. Did that against the <laughs> Boston Red Sox. Um, yeah, you know, speaking of jersey numbers before the break, real quick, I, I still, I'm, I'm still kicking myself for not doing this. This is uh, probably ten years ago, Tim, and um, you may recall the uh, working there for so long at the stadium that the Brewers' wives would have their auctions. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, they had uh, an, an auction. Like I think at that time they called it a rummage sale, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of game-used jerseys they must have pulled out of the closet. 
Oh, I yeah. Mean, really. It wasn't, I can, it wasn't I, just from, from their husband. I can actually back that up. Uh, it was run by Brewers Community Foundation, which I was yeah. part of. And we had literally a cage full of jerseys. Yeah. Old jerseys. Anyone you think of, we probably had it. So Yeah. And one was on the rack. And I, I'm still kicking myself. I believe it was 75 bucks. That was a game jersey. Mm-hmm. Number 19. The but number it wasn't 19? Yown. Okay. It wasn't Yount. It was Rick Auerbach. Hmm. And I thought, you know what? I should just, because Yount's my guy yeah. growing up. And to, to this day, he's just always been my favorite brewer, for sure. Um, no one even close. I have other favorites, but no one close to, to Yount at the top. And I just thought, you know, I should buy this thing just because it's the, the, the last guy to wear 19 before Yount. And I didn't. <laughs> and, then, and then now it's gone. So it do you gone? have contacts? I was, was going to say, I, I could, I could, I, I'll look into it for you. T- tell them I'll make a donation, a hundred bucks to, uh, to BCF. There you go. I'll look into it. Okay. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that Rick Auerbach jersey, number 19. Mm, I'm still close it. with Cecilia Gore, so. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you probably have to climb through a bunch of jerseys to find it. That's fine. I'll tell you who else they have, too. <laughs> that, that's true. You can find that out, too. All right, we'll take a break. Come back and preview tomorrow's matchup. Freddie Peralta had a maybe his best outing of his career in Cincinnati. He's back on the hill. We'll check out some numbers next. Yeah, we're ringing the bell here because we may have released the demons. All right. Yes. Yes. Uh, reverse the curse Rest. here. We'll be right back here on the fan. Welcome back. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Brewers fall 10-5 tonight. Make matters worse, uh, Boston beats the Bucks 116-108. That series tied at 2-2. This series, uh, the Cincinnati Reds go up 1-0 in the best of three here, and uh, they go back at it tomorrow. 20-6 is that first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Uh, to the post-game show, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a better outcome because uh, the Cincinnati Reds team, yeah, they're, uh, they're going to win some fair share of games. Guys, they're going to win about 50 games, minimum. They will win about 50. 
right around 50, I, I would think. Um, and tonight was one of them. So Brewers got to go back at it. Freddie Peralta on the hill against Hunter Green. And, and some of these numbers are a little gaudy, aren't they? Ugh. ERA is Freddie Peralta, 5.09. Hunter Green, 8.17. He's given up 10 home runs this year. If you remember correctly, the last time he went out, it was against the four? Brewers. No, he was the 10-5 game. He was the 10-5 game. Yeah. Okay. So, well, they need to get, get at him again. But with that kind of stuff, guys, and getting his feet wet in the big leagues and in a rotation every five games, you're bound to come up with a decent game once in a while. Even the worst pitcher in baseball comes up with a decent game once in a while. Hopefully that's not the case tomorrow. Uh, again, 20-6 to 6 is the first pitch. We'll meet you here, and the Bucks can't lose tomorrow, so maybe we'll be talking about a... Uh, you know, a 10-2 romp by the by the Milwaukee Brewers. But they need to bounce back and, and snap this three-game losing streak. That's what they're on right now. It probably won't be the only time they'll lose three games this season. Long way to go, obviously. 19-11. and 11. Just having a tough time getting win number 20. I think that's where they're at here. Okay, you guys have a great night. Enjoy this nice weather for Tim Shea. My name is Tim Allen. You guys, well... Do what you can to just turn the page on this Milwaukee sports night. Bart Winkler with a ton to talk about tomorrow morning. Despite the outcomes tonight, Milwaukee's smile. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 